In this video series, watch me flip a house from start to finish virtually in Michigan. On this part two of video, I'm gonna break down how I rehabbed and sold the house for a $60,000 profit, all without ever seeing the property in person. Coming up. The Real Estate Funding Kit is out now. Learn how to get 100% funding for all your deals without dealing with the banks. Claim your free copy at myfundingkit.com. If you're new here, I'm Jerry Norton. I make millions of dollars a year wholesaling and flipping houses. And here on my YouTube channel, I show you how to do the same. So if you want to be a flipping genius like me and live your dream life, subscribe to my channel and watch my videos. Now, if you missed part one in this video series, I showed live how I negotiated and contracted the price with the seller for $215,000. And then after the walkthrough, how I renegotiated the price down further to $200,000. Now, if you missed that video, I'll put the link in the description box below and you can watch it later. On this part two video, I'm going to tell the rest of the story, including how I closed on the purchase, how I rehabbed it so that you can see a before and after transformation, and how I just closed on the resale for $400,000, as well as the breakdown of all the numbers so that you can see how I made a $60,000 profit. And making $60,000 flipping a house is great, but that's not what's amazing about this deal. 60,000 is actually standard for how much you should make flipping a $400,000 house. What's amazing is that I did it virtually. You see, I live my dream life in a resort community in Puerto Rico. Making $60,000 on a house in Michigan while I'm at the beach in Puerto Rico, now that's flipping genius. If that sounds exciting to you, be sure to get my virtual flipping kit that shows you step-by-step -step how to virtually wholesale or flip your first or next deal, and best of all, I'll give it to you for free. To download that now, just go to virtualflipperkit.com. Okay, on part one, I left off right after getting an executed contract with Frank the seller for 200,000. After that, I emailed the executed contract to my title company who handles all of my closings in Michigan and instructed them to open escrow. Opening escrow means that the title will begin preparing for a closing to happen following the date and terms of the contract. Now, they'll make sure title is clean, they'll handle prorations of property taxes, and in this case, get a payoff from Frank's lender in the amount of around $125,000. That means Frank will get the difference of the contract price of $200,000 and $125,000 that pays off the loan. So about $75,000 less closing fees. But don't forget, since I gave him 45 days of occupancy after closing, Title held in escrow $15,000 until he vacated the property. Now, as I explained in the part one video, that was my insurance policy that he would leave on time. Now, if he didn't leave by day 45, I would keep his $15,000. Now, since I'm not in Michigan, I do a remote closing. So let's talk about that for a minute. The way I've handled remote closings in the past is very simple. Title prepared all of the closing docs, then title coordinates what's called a traveling notary who comes to my house or the beach or wherever I want. They have printed out all of the closing docs. I sign them and then the traveling notary overnights them back to title. Then I wire any funds needed at closing and I handle it the same way when I close on the resale. But since the pandemic, many title companies are now closing on Zoom. It's super cool. I show my ID and the title person watches me sign right on Zoom. Now, we do everything else on Zoom, why not close real estate transactions? But I've actually taken it a step further. 
I've given my personal assistant power of attorney so that I'm not even getting interrupted when I'm snorkeling. The point is, you don't need to physically go to closings. What a bad use of time. Okay, now let's talk about financing. Even though I have money coming out of my ears, on this deal, I decided to use a local private money lender to fund almost 90% of the purchase. That means as part of closing, I signed loan docs and my lender wired $175,000 to closing and I wired the remaining balance of $25,000 plus closing costs. Then I used my own funds to cover the rehab, but if you're thinking that you can't fix and flip houses due to a lack of capital, it's not true. I did a video that explains exactly how to get 100% funding, including the monthly interest payments. Now, I'll put that link to that video in the description box below for you to watch later. Once we closed on the purchase, even though the seller, Frank, had 45 days occupancy, he allowed us to start doing the trash out. Now, to show my gratitude, we loaded the things he wanted to keep into a U-Haul and took them to a storage unit for him. Once it was completely empty, we were able to determine the extent of the rehab. And this is where the genius comes into play. Anyone can over-renovate. Anyone can fix everything and make it the most beautiful house ever renovated, spend a fortune, and lose money. That's easy to do. Or the opposite, and not do enough on the rehab, and then sell it for a lot lower, and therefore leave money on the table. The genius in this business is to not over-renovate and not under-renovate, but find the sweet spot that will provide the greatest return on investment for the given time and cost. That's how to be a flipping genius. And the good news is for flippers, at least as of this recording, being in a low inventory seller's market, is buyers are very forgiving. The rehab expectation isn't very high. Buyers just want a house and partially renovated homes are selling for almost the same as fully renovated homes. That's not always the case. When the market switches to a buyer's market, rehab expectations will be much higher. So on my deal, knowing that demand for my house would be really high, I decided to renovate everything except for the bathrooms. I strategically decided not to update the bathrooms with new cabinets, counters, and tile. Other than that, we pretty much did everything else. Here's a breakdown of what I did. The total trash out and demo took 15 40-yard dumpsters. That's how much there was. There were rodent nests and dead cats, and once it was empty, it took days of heavy cleaning before we could even start working. Now, we did drywall repairs throughout the whole house. We installed new locks and doorknobs and handles on most of the doors. We installed all new trim throughout the house, and we painted the entire interior. We did lots of electrical work, including new light fixtures. In the kitchen, we removed a glass block wall and opened up that space into the living room. We did a total kitchen demo and installed new cabinets, a new island, counters, and appliances. In the living room, the door wall was replaced with new French doors, all new hardwood flooring on the first floor, new carpet in the bedrooms and in the basement. And even though we didn't update the master bathroom, we still fixed plumbing issues, we fixed the bathroom shower, we made the tub drain again, and we installed a new sink. In the basement, there was a giant bar that took up the whole wall that we demoed and removed. In the basement utility room, we installed new LTV flooring. We fixed the drop ceiling, we serviced the furnace, installed a brand new AC unit, a new water softener and water heater and sump pump, we sprayed and treated mold, including extensive duct cleaning. And then outside, we treated the well and cleaned out the septic and installed a new septic tank door and seal. On the deck, we removed plants and trees that were growing in it. Then we power washed and treated and painted the deck. We removed the old exterior pool and all the decks surrounding it and turned it into an outdoor fire pit. 
We had probably 60 to 80 hours of landscaping. We removed all the brush around the pond and from the sides of the house. We put down mulch and planted perennials in the front and back, and we sealed the driveway. On the roof, we fixed a bunch of shingles, and we cleaned and power washed it. We fixed some gutters and power washed the siding and repaired both garage door openers. Now my original budget was 65,000, but we ended up going over budget and coming in around 80,000. Fortunately, the market improved from when I bought it and instead of selling it for 375,000, which I originally projected, I got 400,000. Now I listed it for 399,9 and immediately had a few interested buyers. One buyer went up to 410,000, but then during his inspection, he took his parents to see it and they talked him out of it. So we went with a backup offer of 400,000 and just closed a few days ago. So now let's take a look at the final breakdown of the numbers. This deal actually came out textbook perfect for flipping a house. The sale price was 400,000 with the purchase of 200,000 and the rehab of 80,000. I was all in on the deal for 280,000, which is 70% of the sale price, which is exactly what I shoot for. Now the closing fees to buy it and sell it, including commissions, came to 33,200, which is a little over 8% of the sale price. Now I like the budget 9%. And the financing came to 26,800, which is almost 7% of the sale price. Now I typically budget 6%. Not all of that cost was my private lender, only about 14,400. The remaining 12,400 was paying myself for my money on the deal because my money has to earn a return even on my own deals. So that means all said and done, this deal made about 60,000 in net profit, which is 15% of the sale price and exactly what I aim for. And overall, I'm really happy with how this deal turned out. The reason why I'm able to do deals like this is twofold. One, I have an amazing team. My little brother Kevin oversees the rehab and handles listing and selling my properties. And I have awesome contractors who work hard and do good work. The second reason I'm able to successfully do deals remotely like this is because of my software Flipster, which has several tools for rehabbing houses, including a contractor management center, a scope of work and budget tracking tools. And all of these tools allow me to stay organized and on top of my projects without being there. Now to learn more about Flipster and see it in action, just go to getflipster.com. And if you liked this series on how I flipped the house from start to finish, watch another series where I break down exactly how I wholesale the house from start to finish. So watch that video now. And if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to my channel with almost 800 videos. This is the number one channel on YouTube for all things flipping. And I'll see you on the next video.